Well, good morning. Happy Aloha Friday. Thanks so much for tuning in this morning. I'm Ryan Kalesuji, joined by Yanji Denise, and this is Spotlight Hawaii. And Yanji, we've made it to the end of another week. <laughs> this year is flying by, uh, but we have a guest on today that always uh, a lot of comments, a lot of people love tuning in and hearing what she has to say. That's right. We are joined this morning by Anne Pereira Eustaquio. She is, of course, the head of the Department of Labor and Industrial Relations, and uh, a big part of her job is managing the Unemployment Benefits Program. Anne, we appreciate you being on this morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. So let's start with the basics. How are things going? You know, for so many months, we've been talking about backlogs and a lot of people who are very frustrated with the system. Are mm -hmm. things starting to smooth out? I would say yes. We are seeing um, a great deal of individuals whose claims are being processed smoothly and running through the system like it's supposed to. We do still have some issues, um, and I think that's going to continue. We have additional programs that we just implemented. Um, we have um, end of quarter reviews that we're starting to do. So there's a lot going on. It's going to continue. And we still have those overpayment issues that continue to get created and um, we need to address. Let's talk a little bit about those who are still, you know, unfortunately having some difficulties getting payment or running into those overpayment issues. Uh, at this point in time, what is your advice for those individuals that continue to uh, be stuck in this queue waiting for some sort of payment and benefits? Again, I would just continue to say that claimants need to call the call center. That is the best way for claimants to get um, their voice heard. We also have on our, our appointment system that is constantly being um, spun up. I mean, people sign up for that on a daily basis. You know, every Tuesday, Thursday, we have appointments, but you're constantly signing up. That system's very, very busy. We also are addressing all the emails that come in. And we just did sit down with our contractor recently in regards to the call center and addressed some um, issues that we're having with some drop calls and some calls not getting through. So I'm hoping that that um, discussion with the contractor will help us pick up more calls and start addressing claimants um, issues. One of the things that you mentioned in just the, the litany of things you're handling right now are these end of quarter reviews. Can you talk a little bit about that? I know there are a lot of claimants. I see uh, people from the uh, Pandemic Unemployment Assistance website. You know, that's that Citizens Helping Other Citizens website. They're on here this morning. Um, you mentioned uh, before we got on that thousands of them will be getting an email today and that might give them uh, some pause. So can you talk to us about that? Yes. Okay. So we do know that we had about 85,000 claimants that reached what we call an ECQ at end of quarter. And at that end of quarter, we have to do, because of federal standards, a review to make sure that the claimant's still eligible um, for the, the actual program they're on or if they qualify for a, what we call a brand new initial claim. And so of the 85,000, we have 18,000 claims that we, we feel are eligible for a brand new initial claim. So 18,000 claimants will receive an email this weekend. It should be going out tonight and um, consistently throughout the weekend because 18,000 is quite a bit to send out at one time, but they should get an email telling them to log on to their unemployment insurance account and file for a brand new initial claim. Again, these individuals will um, get asked the question, if they qualify for the $25 option, they'll get asked if they want to stay on their regular um, PEUC claim or move on to their new initial claim. Some individuals won't qualify for the $25 option and will just be moved on to their brand new initial claim. The rest of those 85,000, all of those um, pushouts have been completed. 
So if you do not see that your claim has been pushed out for um, to the brand new quarter end, which is September when the program ends, that means either you're going to get an email this weekend to tell you to file a brand new initial claim, or you have a pending issue outstanding that needs to be addressed before we move your claim out to September. Wanted to also bring up, you know, about a month ago now, the state reinstituted uh, that requirement that has those who are on unemployment to go out and seek, uh, you know, job opportunities and to make sure that they are documenting this process of going out and finding jobs. Uh, what has the response been like since the state reinstituted that uh, requirement? Uh, have we seen those numbers uh, drop and, and are we seeing people getting back to work? So we do know that there have been many, many questions in regards to um, work search. And if claimants visit our brand new website, the hawaiiunemploymentinfo.com, we have many, many Q&As up there to help them through the work search process. But on um, statistics, I can tell you that it's been two weeks now um, for reporting. This will be the third week come this Sunday for reporting for regular unemployment insurance claimants. We see that they are reporting that they have been looking for work. This is going to be the very first week coming this Sunday that poor claimants will then also report work search. We've also been seeing that our numbers for those actively claiming benefits on a weekly basis has dropped. And so that means either they stopped filing for some reason or another, they just stopped, or they went back to work and that's why they stopped filing. And so the numbers are looking better and it looks like the claimants are starting to understand the work search process. What are those numbers like? How many people are collecting benefits right now and how many new claims do you have coming in? So on the PUA side, last time I reported about 38,000 PUA active claims being paid. We are down to about 32,000 PUA active claims being paid. And on the regular unemployment insurance side, it was going from 158,000 to 153,000. Now we're down to 146,000 active claims um, on the regular unemployment insurance claims, which is, includes PEUC as well. We have a question here that we wanted to bring in. Linda's asking, please clarify the pool three contact requirement. It is vague and lacks clarity. Is there any difference between uh, those from pool and, and the other forms? Uh, and if you can just maybe outline uh, what those individuals who are trying to file uh, under pool and what those requirements are. Yes, so for PUA, I know they've been, you know, really struggling with what is a work search for PUA because it very much differs from a regular individual who is looking for full-time employment. And so for PUA, these are mostly individuals who um, have their own business, are self-employed. Those individuals who are self-employed, we, we asked to see that they advertised their business. Um, they're creating a profile or a freelance website you know, to bring in business. Um, they're doing some kind of promotion or marketing to show that they have this business and they're looking for clientele. Um, meeting with organizations that assist um, businesses um, with, you know, bringing in um, customers or clientele. So it's a very different type of work search than you would with your regular, th those who are looking for full-time work. We do have individuals on PUA who are full-time employee individuals who are looking for work and couldn't qualify for regular benefits, so we're pushed to PUA. Those individuals would follow the same work search requirements as individuals who are looking for full-time work on regular benefits. 
Christine Donnelly, who writes the Cool Cool column and does such an excellent job, has a question right now. Um, and this is, uh, again, about overpayment, which is something we've talked about with you for months. She says, can you please be more specific about what people whose claims are pending due to an apparent overpayment can do? Calling the call center or making an appointment online does not seem to be effective for them. Uh, what's your advice to those folks? Christine is correct. Um, uh, overpayment issue is an adjudication issue. And like I said in the past, um, calling the call center or trying to email or make an appointment will not help with that issue. That issue has to be looked at by a claims examiner. Their issue has to be adjudicated um, to provide due process to both the claimant and the employer. So those avenues will not work. Those um, issues are assigned to claims examiners and the claims examiner will reach out to the claimant to address those issues. Another question that we have coming in here from Summers asking HawaiiUnemployment.com says that a job search, uh, a, that job search not required if you are enrolled into a approved workforce development training. Is there somewhere we can report we are enrolled into one of those trainings? What would you advise for those in summer situation? Right. So the Workforce Development Division that is part of the Department of Labor is in charge of what we call um, RISI, as well as some workforce initiatives, and they are stationed out of the American Job Centers on all the islands. They provide these services and they notify the Unemployment Insurance Division that someone is um, enrolled and qualified for an exemption through work search for unemployment because of this program. So if um, you are enrolled in one of those programs, the Workforce Development Division will reach out to the to unemployment to let them know that that's the case. Yanji is actually muted. Uh, <laughs> Jamie has a question. question, sorry. Uh, and she helps to run that Facebook group and, and does so much to help uh, a lot of people who are out of work right now uh, answer their questions. She says, what month are examiners currently working on? I'm assuming this is in regards to overpayment. Uh, some claimants are waiting for a callback from 2020. Are you going in chronological order and, and where are you in that backlog? Most of the overpayment issues are from 2020. So what happened was um, a lot of the individuals, claimants didn't really know how to report. For instance, PPP, they got PPP and um, they didn't realize that it was considered wages if they were being paid to, for services. And so they didn't report it to us and they received unemployment insurance benefits at that time. That would also be considered um, an overpayment. So those issues were from back in 2020. I can't tell you exactly what month they're on. It varies depending on what type of issue it is, what type of overpayment it is, and where they stand in that queue. A lot of questions always uh, coming in when, whenever you're on the show, Anne, but we got yeah. another one here. Michael asking, when will you open your offices? You know, we're seeing more and more things reopen here in the state. Of course, we know uh, some of the challenges that your department faces. Uh, with having this in-person meetings, has there been much discussion about when and if that will resume? I think right now, like I said the last time, we're still analyzing, you know, we don't have a specific date. I think we are able to service many of the claimants through the processes we have in place right now. Um, it's not like we'd be able to service any more claimants than we would, would right now. I could tell you that if we did open up the building, the appointment system would go away because um, we have specific individuals who have the, the ability or the knowledge to help an individual right there and then and not have to research it and ask questions of those who are more knowledgeable. So those are the individuals we would have to use for the front line and we're using them right now for the appointment center. 
And so we would just be shifting the employees from one section to the other, and um, it wouldn't be as efficient as it is now. Okay, I want to ask you actually about something that was in the Kokua column yesterday. And if you folks are in this circumstance um, that we're about to talk about, make sure you go ahead and read that because I think Christine did an excellent job of sort of laying all that out. Can you talk to us about the mixed earner unemployment compensation program? It sounds like there are a lot of people who could be owed quite a bit of money dating back to the beginning of the year. Right. So the mixed earner unemployment compensation program was opened up on the 17th. And we um, opened it up for applications. So claimants who um, think they qualify for this new program can log on to our PUA site. Um, there is also a link from our Hawaii unemployment, uh, Hawaii unemployment Info site as well to get onto the PUA site to apply. But who these individuals um, are that could qualify are those individuals who had at least $5,000 of net income, not total income now, but net income from a self-employment business and W-2 income. Those who are on PUA cannot qualify for what we call MUC or the Mixed Earner Unemployment Compensation Program. So these individuals um, did not have the opportunity to file for PUA because they qualified for regular benefits, but also had self-employment um, income coming in. They can, they can apply and see if they qualify for an extra $100, which will pay them benefits back to the week ending January 2nd, all the way till the program ends on September 4th. Right now we're in our 25th week, so they would get $100 for 25 weeks. Um, and then moving forward as well. And just to clarify, can you give us some examples of the kinds of work that you're talking about, just so people can kind of gauge whether or not they would qualify? Okay, so say you had a self-employment business. Most of your income was from self-employment, and you did a very short um, stint of work as an employee and received a W-2 for that work from an um, employer. Federal regulations require the Unemployment Insurance Division to um, put an individual on regular unemployment if they qualify it for it before having them qualify for PUA. So you could have qualified with very minimal earnings um, on a W-2 and receive maybe $50 a week and then plus the plus up, of course, of $300 when you could have gotten $263 or more from PUA if you could qualify with additional earnings as well as the $300. And so um, it was a it was um, a burden because you couldn't get the full benefit from PUA and you had to stay on regular UI. These individuals then can get that extra $100 if they can show they made um, $5,000 or more of net income on their self-employment, but had to stay on regular benefits instead. Uh, is the, and where would these individuals go to file for this? What does that process look like? And maybe if somebody's still unsure if they fall into that category, is there uh, anything that's set up that can help to really distinguish if this is uh, applicable for them? Right. So emails were sent out to all individuals that we taught, thought may qualify depending on when they filed their um, initial claim, their original initial claim. Um, but we didn't know if they had a self-employment business or not because that was not reported to us. So emails were sent out to individuals. Those emails um, have the address, which is pua.hawaii.gov. That's where they would go. They can also go to um, Hawaii Unemployment Info and um, click on the link there under MUC and it will take them to the pool site to apply as well. 
on the PUA site. They will be given instructions on what steps to take and what documentation is needed to um, show that they qualify for this brand new program. Mark's got a question that we had discussed last time and we did want to get a follow-up on that. He says other states are opting out of the $300 plus up. We know that uh, I think it's 25 states right now, pre predominantly with Republican governors, which we don't right. have. Uh, is Hawaii, will Hawaii keep the program uh, up until when it expires in September? So how long are we keeping the plus up? Is that a conversation that you continue to have with the governor? Currently, it's not a discussion that we're having. Um, it's something that is in place. We did talk about it earlier when all of the states were ending the plus up. We continue, we um, are planning to continue the $300 plus up until it ends in September, unless there are additional discussions um, or concerns by the community, the employers, and um, the governor brings it to my attention that maybe it's something that we should start talking about. But right now, um, the plus up is here and it's to stay until September, unless otherwise um, we discuss, you know, to move forward without it. And to expand on that, you know, there is this national debate of if this $300 plus up is actually prohibiting people from going out and seeking job opportunities because it is just stimulating the overall unemployment benefits that they receive. Uh, do you believe that's something that we are facing here in Hawaii? We are hearing from some uh, employers that continue to struggle to find people to fill certain positions, especially in the food and beverage and hospitality industry. Uh, what do you believe that this $300 plus up is impacting unemployment at all here in the state? You know, Ryan, that's a very tricky question, right? Um, I, I'm sure employers are having a hard time finding some employees in certain areas. We are seeing that many claimants are actually going back to work, but only part time. So those that were still attached to their employer, they're being called back, but with just part time hours. Maybe that's because the state is not open 100% yet and employers can't expand their operations to the full extent that they would like to. Um, we are seeing that claimants are starting to drop off the unemployment rolls. Like I just mentioned that, you know, our total claims have dropped um, in the last two weeks. So we do know that claimants are going back to work. So in the in unemployment insurance call center alone, I can tell you, we are still facing the same challenges employers are facing. We are having a hard time finding employees. And when we do bring them in, we're seeing that many of them are leaving um, for good reason. They're being called back to their prior jobs that, that they were at. So that's a good sign that employers are calling them back or they're being called to um, you know, full-time jobs that um, they didn't have um, prior to the pandemic. And um, the jobs at the call center right now are still temporary, so they're not full-time jobs. And um, it's more advantageous for them to take a full-time job. So we are seeing that. Like I said last time, it is a really fine balance. You know, um, There are individuals who are out there who are claimants who are struggling, um, don't have um, the options for jobs right now. They haven't been offered jobs. They've been looking for jobs and they really need to um, the income to support their families and to continue to survive during this economic um, during these economic times. So it's really a fine balance there. You know, anecdotally, we've heard a lot about people leaving the state, trying to find opportunities elsewhere, the high cost of housing, and then, you know, the basic collapse of the tourism market for some time. Now, of course, we see it roaring back and there is this sort of 
glitch in the system where we have all these tourists and not enough people to service right. their needs. Um, right. But from where you stand, um, you know, you have a unique data set because you can kind of track where the people who were on benefits went. Um, how many people have left the state by, I mean, and, and I know you can't give us a, 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 <laughs> a specific amount, but what kind of workers left and, and where, where, what are you seeing in that regard? You're right, Yuji. We see, we are seeing, um, workers who leave. I don't have specific number for you, but where we're seeing it is many claimants have to, or every claimant has to let us know um, once they leave the state and change their address. We're seeing a lot of address changes um, from claimants who were filing here in Hawaii um, prior to the pandemic. They were working here and then got laid off or furloughed and then moved to the mainland either during the pandemic, shortly after it happened, or just recently even, because they haven't been able to find work here. So we have been seeing claimants move out of the state. I think we're starting to see that a little bit more on the neighbor islands as well, not only moving to the mainland, but neighbor islanders moving back to Oahu um, or maybe a different island. And so we do see claimants moving around and that could be definitely an impact on the um, workforce here in Hawaii. We want to try to bring in more questions here. Nele asking, what happens if you recently start a job, uh, then the new employer and or you find you're not the right fit for the job? Do you go back to claiming again or do you have to reapply for unemployment? What would you say for those individuals who maybe it's not a great fit and they have to end up going back uh, to that process? Yeah. So it really depends on what a, not a right fit is, right? So there are eligibility requirements a claimant has to um, pass in order to continue to receive benefits. And so we would have to determine um, if you voluntarily left, if you've left for good cause or not. If the employer lets you go, that's another reason um, we would have to look at um, for if there was misconduct or not, or it wasn't the right fit. Like you said, an employer agrees and they let you go. But you have to realize that if you cause your own unemployment and you just leave because you don't like the job, um, you may not be eligible to receive benefits any longer. But if you do want to come back on just to see if you are still eligible, um, if your claim is still um, within the claim year and it hasn't exhausted, then you would just reactivate your existing claim. Or if your claim exhausted, then you would um, go on and apply for a new initial claim. Raina B has a question I'm sure uh, you're going to get a lot, and that is on the MEUC program. Is rideshare considered self-employment for the MEUC program? So for um, rideshare and many other gig um, economy jobs here in Hawaii, we are determining them to be in covered employment. And if you are on unemployment, that's probably why you're on the regular unemployment insurance side, because we used your earnings from your rideshare um, job to qualify you for regular earnings. And you cannot use those wages again to show that you have a self-employment business. Another question here from Aaron, who says, for those people who, for those people still on furlough, will the unemployment date be extended to September automatically? Right now, the end date shows June 25th. What would you say for those in Aaron's situation? So those are the ones that we're working on now. And those are the ones we talked about um, in the beginning of the show, where they um, were going through the, what we call the quarter end review. And if you haven't yet been extended, if your end date of your claim has not been extended to September, that means either you qualify for a brand new initial claim and you'll be receiving an email sometime this weekend, or you have an outstanding issue that needs to be looked at prior to us moving you out to September. 
Uh, Mikael has a comment, which actually leads me to a question, which he just says, the employers need to pay more. What kind of changes, if any, are you seeing in terms of what kind of wages are being offered right now? Well, I know that we all hear in the news that employers are providing um, special incentives, certain employers. I don't know what the um, incentives are or the pay ranges are. But um, yes, I think employers um, realize that, you know, to get um, those qualified employees for those specific positions that are hard to fill, they need to look at the pay levels and the incentives that they're providing to employees. Um, I think employees um, should also look at not just the pay, but the benefits that, um, you know, different employers are providing to individuals who come in and provide services for them. As we look as a whole at, at, as a state and the unemployment numbers overall, I'm, I'm trying to I'm wondering if you can just share what you think the projection looks like moving forward. Uh, we know, of course, that the plus up will end in September and some of these other benefits will also come to an end. Uh, what is your prediction and you're in speaking with analysts and looking towards the end of the year with just the overall employment and unemployment outlook for the state as we move towards uh, the latter part of 2021? Well, it's a good sign that we're seeing um, the numbers drop in those still collecting unemployment benefits it, within just the last two weeks. Um, I'm quite concerned that we still have over 100,000 individuals, close to 150,000 individuals still filing regular benefits and 32,000 individuals filing um, PUA. And so that's a major concern. September is right around the corner. We will lose the $300 plus up and the PEUC program and the PUA program. So those individuals on regular unemployment insurance benefits will be the only individuals that will continue to be able to file and collect benefits. And so those individuals who are moving to brand new initial claims now will definitely have another 26 weeks of benefits as long as they continue to look for work and they meet the eligibility requirements. So those individuals are still safe, but those individuals who do not qualify for a brand new initial claim and are not getting that email this weekend, those are the individuals I'm concerned about because they may lose benefits altogether and not have a job and then you know, the, the state will have to worry about those individuals who are still out there unemployed with no benefits. Well, we're approaching the top of the hour. Just want to give you an opportunity to share any final thoughts. We know that a lot of people who are watching this program have applied for benefits are, and are unemployed right now. Um, just, just your final thoughts on the programs, the system, and also, um, you know, for those 18,000 people who are getting their email this weekend, perhaps a little reassurance. Yes. So yes, we are working on those claims. So please look for those emails this weekend because it is. you may think that it's not a good sign that you can move on to a brand new claim, but it's a great sign because you, that means you have additional 26 weeks of benefits that can take you past the September deadline. And so I just wanna say that we're continuing to work as hard as we possibly can to get these claims cleaned up and to do what we're supposed to do, which is service the community and make sure we provide them with all the benefits needed so that they can continue to survive. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Uh, you know, we can just see from the comments here that, that there still is a lot. There are a lot of questions out there about what's happening. And uh, it is a program that constantly is evolving. And we really do appreciate you coming on uh, time after time to sort of address some of these questions. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me again. Have a good day. Aloha. 
Ryan, always great to hear from her. And uh, I think a lot of people will be relieved that she says that she and the governor have decided to keep the $300 plus up through September. We know that basically half the country right now is not going to be getting that benefit uh, in the next few weeks. And that's certainly not through September. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that there is still a lot of debate over how that impacts the overall uh, unemployment numbers in the state and what we're seeing nationwide. But uh, her commitment to continue to move this forward. And she said, we're not planning to do that unless the governor decides otherwise. Uh, so they are continuing to move forward. Good to also hear that there continues to be some progress being made with those that are still waiting to find uh, some answers to those problems of like uh, overpayment that we hear so much about. Uh, and that we also, uh, you know, she also mentioned that right now uh, there continues to be discussions about having those in-person uh, meetings again, opening the office. But right now, uh, the way that it stands, uh, they will continue to do things virtually. She's saying that uh, at, at this point, they would have to actually take people off of the, those that are servicing those who are making appointments online uh, to actually work in that front lines, which might limit the overall numbers and the capability of the office. And it might not be as efficient as it is uh, for the uh, online program that they've established. So uh, we'll continue to wait to see if and when that in-person uh, opportunities may become available. That's right. And we want to remind folks, uh, Kokua Column, Christine did a great job yesterday of explaining that MEUC benefit, that's the Mixed Earner Unemployment Compensation Program. Uh, it is tagged in one of the comments, I believe Diane Lee put the link there. So make sure you click on that and look at that to find out if you're eligible. That could be another $100 a week dating back all the way to January. So that's quite a bit of money that you may be eligible for. Uh, so be sure to check that out. On Monday, Ryan, we're going to be talking to someone who is hiring. That is Peter Ingram from Hawaiian Airlines. Yeah, a lot happening, of course, with the travel and hospitality industry. We're going to be talking to the president and CEO of Hawaiian Airlines to get an update on what they're seeing, the type of visitors that they are also welcoming. We know, as you mentioned, Yanji, uh, Hawaiian Airlines hiring a lot of their flight attendants, uh, some of them who are actually let go, uh, being asked to come back now. Uh, Hawaiian also launching those two new direct routes from Austin, as well as Orlando, seeing what those loads look like and what the profile of those guests are. Uh, will be a lot to talk about with Peter Ingram on Monday. So have a great weekend. We'll see you right back here at 1030. Aloha. Aloha.